the Funkaholics Podcast. Welcome to the Funkaholics Podcast, a podcast that loves to take a walk down memory lane when it comes to collecting and talking stories. This is a place where we talk everything and anything in the collector world. Today's episode, we are going to go toy hunting. That's right, folks. I said we are going to go toy hunting. Amazing series out there. The guy that runs it, is his name is Jordan Himbro. We're going to chop it up. We're going to break this show down. I got my brother from another mother over here with us, Isaac. What up? What up? What's good, man? Not much, man. Just hanging in there. Just got off of work. Rush down here and record a podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's ready to turn that mic into flames. Hell yeah. So guys, just like I was saying, I turned Isaac on to this. I told him, I was like, dude, you got to check this out. I go, this dude pulls out mega grills from, you know, from our childhood. He's, the show is, is really cool. The, the setup, the things that they do. And I know Isaac, when he came back to me, he's like, is this, some, is this like uh, American Pickers? I was like, exactly. Sweet. I'm in. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love American Pickers. So when I saw this, that it was about toys. I'm in. Right? I'm in. Easy. <laughs> Easy work. So live from the Funkaholics studio, we are going to start talking about Jordan Hembro and his show on the Travel Channel called Toy Hunter. So guys, just a little bit of history on the show. Obviously, it's a reality show, but some of the things when you're watching it, I'm, you know, I'm sure you can pick it out for yourselves, but hey, that's what, that's what makes it really great. So we've got a guy that's going around from state to state looking for vintage toys. Jordan Hembro's history is 25 years collecting and selling. He's got his own store called Hollywood Heroes. The show is mostly based on Comic-Con sales goals and buying for celebrities. So what Jordan does is he's become so well known that you've got celebrities that will reach out to him. And I know some of the ones that were on there was, um, what's his name from the Partridge family? Baraducci... Oh yeah, but um, the redheaded dude. Yep, <laughs> the younger one. Yeah, he, he got to do one on there. Why can't I think today? Uh, the guy from Kiss, the main dude, Richard Simmons. Yes, <laughs> he got a hold of Jordan. Uh, had him looking for vintage stuff. Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan, WWE. Oh, yeah. He got a hold of him and uh, did a couple of things for him. The dude from Black Eyed Peas. God damn it! Why can't I think of names today? I don't like the Black Eyed Peas. So I don't <laughs> give a damn. And that is on record. <laughs> Anyways, that dude was on there, and he's a huge wrestling fan, and he's the one that got Jordan to buy something super rare. So Jordan traveled all the way to Venice, uh, I think it's, it's out in Florida. Uh-huh. Um, Hulk Hogan has his own shop, so he yeah. got to go down there, meet Hulk Hogan, get a very rare LJN uh, from him, and sell it to this dude. So yeah. the show's really cool uh, it sucks they cut it at three seasons i think there was a total of about 40 to 45 episodes mm-hmm. all of it is is gold yeah. i mean you know especially for me being you know a, a toy ca- toy collector loving toys you know the fanboy in me all of that just getting to see it back on tv and somebody actually going out there i mean sometimes when he finds one of these toys i mean the way he lights up he lights up like a christmas tree oh, yeah. And I think we all do that when we see that one. Right. Even if it's in the store, we're just like, oh, oh my God, there it is. Exactly. You know I mean? Especially when we've been hunting for it oh, for a yeah, while. Yeah. Yep. Just like how I was telling you, you know, that Tommaso Ciampa, I thought it was going to be the end of me. And then finally found the right person, you know, just waited, kept hunting, and boom. Yeah. 
He's in my hands now. <laughs> so Isaac, on a couple of them, brother, what did uh, what did you think on some of the episodes that you caught? Oh man, dude! Like the I only saw a couple of them, so I haven't seen all of them yet. Uh, just kind of kind of links that you sent me on them. Uh, but my favorite dude was that Boba Fett. Like when when he found that Boba Fett with the actual rocket shooter, I was like, oh my god! He I already knew we're in the thousands, you know, obviously, yeah. but. Man, I just I saw that and the way that he went through and the detail and he even called the guy who worked for Kenner in there, you know, to look at it in with him. That tells you the dude's oh, connected. Oh hell yeah, I know. When he said <laughs> that, I was like, "Damn, all right, boy." But that was one of my favorite ones. That one, and then the the one we were talking about earlier with those uh, that couple where they had the run of the Kenner line, you know, with the, the all back the Star cars. Wars figures, yeah, the Star Wars figures, and they're and as pristine as they were, you know what I mean? It's like, damn, man. Freaking A. And that's one of the things that I trip out on on this show because you... So I know a lot of the places that he goes to are like old warehouses or I mean you see him walking into people's homes. Yeah. But one of the things if you catch on it the more that you watch the episodes it's a lot of former employees. Mm -hmm. So you know a lot of these former employees that were working for that company at the time they probably got you know like hey you know here's a box of a whole set you know do you know do what you want with it. The crazy thing about it is that some of these people sat on them from anywhere from 15 to 30 years, mm-hmm. which is unheard of. Yeah, like that that one guy who was the, um, I think he did the design for one of the Batman uh, figures yes. that was in there. You know what I mean? He, and he didn't want to get rid of it. He didn't want to let it go. I probably wouldn't have either. I was like, no, fluff that. I made that. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> That's my design. And if you can't find it and it's in my house, it's mine. Right. So I, I can understand him not wanting to get rid of that one. But <laughs> damn, it would be dope to have that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like the, you, you have a, a figure or this toy from the actual guy who made it. Hell yeah. I would have I tried for it too. Oh, definitely. But, you know, on the other side, I would have been like, nah, that's mine. <laughs> Don't even touch it. Just put it back. <laughs> Don't even look at it. <laughs> What did you think about when you when you saw his his end goal? So, you know, right in the beginning of the episode, you know, he does his introduction and then he tells you, you know, we're getting ready for New York Comic Con or we're getting ready for San Diego Comic Con. Here is my here's my goal. Yeah. So, you know, he'll tell you that he's going around from house to house with five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But his end sales goal is to make, you know, anywhere from twenty to thirty thousand yeah. dollars. What did uh, what was your impression when it gave you when after he leaves the house it gives a breakdown and it says you know I scored these two for this price and I'm gonna look to flip it to yeah. this price. Yeah, I mean when it comes down to it, in the end, if you're if you're that if that's your job, the it's all profit. You had you have to make money. Right. You know what I mean. So when the first episode that I seen and I saw how he broke that down, you know I for me I was just like yeah he's he's got to find gold. If that's what he's trying to do, you know what I mean? Because it goes kind of goes back to American pickers. They do the same thing. They'll travel the world or across country at least, and they'll only take five thousand dollars with them. But later on, they flip one item for twenty five thousand. You know, right. it's, it's the same deal. You know, but with him, I think it's a little bit it's a little bit more tedious because he's going for a specific market. He's only going for toys. You know, American pickers they they get anything from gas cans to toys. You know yeah. what I mean? So with their market, it's a little different because they have more people to buy. You know what I mean? But with this guy with the toys, he comes down and he's like, okay, I got three grand. I got to find something because my goal is 30. Yeah. Like, damn, bro. <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> and there's there's people out there who have the money and they yeah. got the cash roll. You know, they'll, they'll drop it if they want. But, you know, when I when I saw that, I was like, all right, well, let's, let's see if he can do it. 
And there was actually a couple episodes where he wasn't able to. Yep. He didn't make his quota. And that's just how it goes. And you know, because he, it. yeah, it doesn't matter if you have a prototype of something. It's a matter of if it's in high demand or not. Yeah. The same thing with Funkos. You know, I, I see people selling prototypes online. I wouldn't pay a dime for it because I don't want it. Yeah. Like, what, what, it's why? Not it's not my thing. <laughs> but then you have that one homie or that girl out there that's like, I need it. It's mine. I don't care what I have to pay for it. Right. You know, and, and that just brings up the whole subject of what something's worth. You know, like, it's a whole nother story, but when it comes to flippers and stuff with these Funkos, we all pay the same amount in the yeah. beginning. And it's all a matter of what you want to pay later. And it doesn't matter if this goes for 100 bucks. To me, it's worth eight ninety nine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. <laughs> but that's a whole nother story, folks. But, <laughs> you know, but, I mean, when it comes down to a big quota like that, like, Homeboy has to pull it out. Yeah. He has to pull it out, you know. And, like, that Boba Fett, he found that. He wasn't able to acquire it. You know, he didn't he, buy he, it. He, didn't he buy brokered it. it. Yeah, he, he did that. So he took a little commission thing from it. But, you know, hey, you got to do what you got to do. And he, he wanted it mainly for his table to bring that crowd. So that you can actually tell that's the businessman in him. You know, I, I, I worked in the suit department for five years and I was a business manager. So when I heard him say that, I knew exactly what he was going to do. Because that little toy standing in his, his little pod is going to bring more attraction to people, which are going to look more at his own product. Right, you know what I mean. So he'll take a commission if it sells, but that one guy who came in to see that Boba Fett might see the Chewbacca he's been wanting. Yeah. So it actually, you know, brings a different eye. You know what I mean? So I, I saw that and I'm like, all right, bro, I see where you're going with that. You know what I mean? So, right. Hey. Hell yeah. And I found that part interesting. So, you know, when when they end up at the Comic Con and, you know, he's showing it to these people. You know, you had those two guys that were like, I just touched $10,000 figurine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and the dude starts jumping up, going crazy. I was cracking up on that because they were all excited about it. But you could see how Jordan was just like, this is starting to become a piece for people taking selfies with yeah. it. They're, you know, they, they love it. They like it. They're not going to buy it. Yeah. So you could see, mm-hmm. um, excuse me, that he was, a, he was starting to sweat. Yeah. Well, then finally, when this true collector comes in and he's bringing out you know all this other star wars stuff and the dude's like i got all that i got doubles of it you know i'm actually looking to get rid of it myself Where, where's the good shit you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. so when he brings that one out the dude's looking at it and he's like oh my god like i don't have this and then the negotiation starts yeah and you can just see jordan working man because he's just you know he's he gives him the price twenty thousand dollars the dude looks at him like you're crazy and then Jordan starts giving the history in it and just starts motivating the cell even more, telling them, like, this is hard to find. You're not going to see it anywhere else, you know. And then he starts giving the education about it, like, this was never even supposed to be out. Just the way that he broke down the Ewoks yeah. when he, you know, when the the Ewoks were a secret. They were never supposed to be released as a toy. So mm-hmm. what did they do? They blacked out the back of the, the back card, the of, figure, yeah. of the figure. Mm-hmm. So the way that he was just breaking the dude down, well, then all of a sudden, like, bam, he makes the sell. And what did it go for? 15000 I think 15, yeah. 15 or 17, one of them. Yeah, yeah 15 or 17000 And, I mean, he totally upselled the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was, that part, like, I would have loved to have just been right there when all that's going on. Like, I would have told him, like, dude, I will work here. You don't have to pay me shit, but I just want to see something big go down, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it kind of brings it back to, like, me. I, I've been in retail 11 years, and like I said, I, I worked in the suit department and as a business manager for five you know, and it's kind of the same concept because when when a, a client walks into that area and they want to look at a suit, I don't show them my 495 suit. I show them my 2000 suit first. I put that on their back because let's just say they don't want it. 
that $800 suit is going to look a lot sweeter, but that's still going to be a nice commission for me. So it doesn't matter. Right. You know, but when I throw that 2000 suit on them and I tell them where it's made, how the product is made, what's in the fabric, how it's stitched, they look at you at a different level. So it's kind of the same concept. It doesn't matter if you're selling a suit or a little six inch figure. Yeah. If they, if you pull them in with the history, because it's kind of like with that figure specifically, it's kind of illegal in a sense. You 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 get that taste of like I'm not supposed to have this. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be made. You know. So I honestly think that that was a little bit more of a teaser for that guy to be like, hell yeah, I got something that nobody else should have. Or do have, you know what I yeah. mean? So boom, I'll just drop the cash because I now I have it and you don't. Right. You know? So hey, why not? <laughs> there it is. And guys, just to give you a heads up, we've got another Funkaholic that decided yeah. to stop in while we were recording. Yes, yes. I heard the the talk go around, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go visit my brethren. <laughs> it is I'm not sure if you know who it is. It's Flo the Chrome Hater. The Chrome Hater is You know alive. what's funny, dude? I thought about you this morning because I don't know. I think it was Serlin Pops or something like that on Instagram where he posted um, the Yodas, the, the baby Yodas coming out with the chrome. Are you serious? I, <laughs> I need to fucking stop. It's getting old already. And then a couple of people on their on their Instagram stories had posted, "If you love chromes, unfollow me right now." Yeah, I'm, I'm actually guilty. I have a couple of them. I'm not in love with them. I have a few of them. They're in the storage. Hey, why not? But it goes with my 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 series. Yeah, I have to get it because if it's Star Wars and it has one, then I have to get them all. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm uh, not I'm not going out and buying them like that. So I'm I'm the kind of the same <laughs> boat. But hey, I thought about you the first time I saw it. I was like, oh my god, Flo's gonna hate this. Yeah. Well, at this moment, you're not one of my favorite people. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking traitor. But- <laughs> We were a chrome free squad here. Now I was wrong about you. I only have like two. I only have two. I have zero. And that's what happens on the podcast. We go from exciting to hate all in all in seconds. It's always because of me. Yeah, it's always because of Flo. To get back to the toy hunter. So when he was breaking down the cell and all that, you know, he he makes the cell. He makes his quota. We we jumped into the. So we we also just gave a piece of information or kind of like a a hint, but you mentioned or we talked about the complete set of the Kenner Star Wars line. What did you think of that one when you saw that? Man, I mean, I think uh, the couple who had it, they bought them for, I think it was their their kids, right? I think they said they wanted to buy sets for their kids, and then they had pretty much extras which is funny because they had doubles of everything. So I'm like, damn, well, what the hell did you, how many did you buy, you know, for one? Yeah. But I mean, the, how pristine they were. I mean, I don't even think some of them were even punched Mm-mm. on the card backs. They weren't even punched, you know what I mean? They never so that's saw like, a shelf. Yeah, that's like straight off, you know? So it's like for them to have that many, that many doubles in that condition, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before on any kind of collecting. So, and the, the 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 girl knew what she had. The mama knew what she had. Oh, yeah. So she was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to let that go for 20 or, you know, some thousand or whatever. And he knew. He knew what he had, too. So, right. that, and, and then it's funny, too. I was looking at the, her husband. He was kind of just standing there in the background, like, yeah, deal with her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> deal with her. But, man, it, it's crazy to see that stuff. Yeah. It's crazy to see that stuff because, like, kind of what we were talking about earlier growing up we some of us had that stuff Mm -hmm. you know what i mean some of us had those toys 
And then looking back at it now, how much they go for thousands, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I shouldn't have opened it. I shouldn't have played with it. But that's what they're made for. That's what they're made we, for. We didn't know that 30 years down the line, my little Chewbacca was going to be worth 15 grand. You know what I right. mean? It's like, come on. Come on. And guys, Isaac just gave you guys another future hint for episodes that we're going to cover, but we are going to talk about the toys that made us. Ooh. A great Netflix series. <laughs> One of the things that I enjoyed too though Where he walks into these Old warehouses or old stores And they got everything just thrown in the back It trips me out Because you see him light up Because he knows there's some type of value out here And I mean this dude's got his own Like headlight, he gets ready to put it on He's like I'm digging in, I'm gonna find something All the stuff that he brings out The one thing that I can appreciate about him Because this dude is like a Wikipedia for toys Because I don't know if it's If he preps himself before the show starts But I kind of don't believe that he does Because one, he's gotta know all this shit When he's at Comic Cons Plus, he runs his own store So he's gotta be educated on these toys The way that he breaks them down and tells you like He even tells you like why they're square and why the value skyrockets on them. The dude is, yeah, I, it's a trip how oh, much yeah. he knows. Oh, yeah. You know, he pulls one thing out and then he, you know, he starts educating the person. The other thing that I can appreciate though too is he'll go to someone's house that's a collector, but they have no clue on what the value is. I know one episode I was watching, it was a Cabbage Patch Kid, Cabbage Patch Kid doll. And the lady was like, I, I don't know what I have. And then right away, he started breaking down. He goes, these literally started fights in stores. People wanted Cabbage Patch dolls. Like, this was the thing to have. It was a hot, it was a hot toy. There, you know, they had, stores had to start hiring security just to keep the people back from, you know, going bananas and killing yeah. each other. Well, he gave her, he told her, he goes, to a collector... And as a seller, here's the dollar value. She was blown away. During the whole conversation, she literally tells him at the end, thank you for being so honest with me. Mm -hmm. You know? Because yep. you have those people in the world that will burn somebody, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. And they won't let them know what the value is or what they have. I actually ran into that one time. And I told the dude, so <laughs> Flo knows this story all too well. It was a winter soldier. The dude posted Star Wars pops. So I met up with him and he was selling them for five bucks. He opens up the back of his trunk, uh, uh, of his Jeep and I start digging through the boxes. Right away, I spot the Winter Soldier and the Captain America and I'm like, no fucking way. And so I tell him, you know, seeing if he knows what's going on here. And I told the dude, I go, what are you asking on Winter Soldier and Captain America? And he's like, I want five dollars each on them. <laughs> so I'm looking at him and I'm like, do you know what this Winter Soldier is worth? And he and the dude told me straight up, I don't care. I just want to get rid of it. I was like, all right. For my conscience, I ended up buying... I ended up giving him like 60 bucks. So I bought like... You know, I started pulling out other pops that I didn't really want. Yeah. But, you know, just for my conscience and to like, you know, to help the dude out, I'll take it. But I'm going to spend a little bit more because... I could have walked out with a hundred dollar pop for five bucks. Yeah. That kind of like took me back and, and like I just believed it more when it was coming from Jordan when he was saying that because I was like, Oh shit, I've been in that instance and I know what's going on there. Fucking so. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the only time he would go is when I'm going hunting and he's like, Hey, look what I got. I was like, You son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> And I literally tortured Flo with that pop. Like he's like 
when are you going to sell it to me? And I was like, I'm not going to sell it to you, dude. And then I would bring it out and I would just take it to like some of our events just to kind of test the waters to drive him nuts. And he would literally grab it and pull it off the shelf and put it back to hide it. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jackass. You know how bad I wanted it? No, you like to fuck with my emotions. <laughs> Stupid dick. Ah, uh, that's the fun that we have. Yes. Oh my God. yes. But, but, I, but I eventually got it, so thank you and fuck you. And then you sold it. Did you really? Someone. You bastard. <laughs> Something you wanted so bad. That's flow for you, though, dude. Oh, You'll be excited but, for about a good two months, and then after that, he's like, but, oh, yeah, but there's you, something shinier that I want. But you gotta understand, I had to get rid of it to help with my main collection. That, the Walking Dead. Yes. Okay. Because so, okay, you all know, I dedicate my life to The Walking Dead. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. So, when's there gonna be another Walking Dead episode? Uh, probably never, since the season's ending. Shut the fuck up. We'll just make two off the spinoffs, okay? I heard there was a COVID breakout on the studio, so they just went in and shut the whole thing down. Stupid bitch. <laughs> That's funny. No, bro, but you're, you're, you're right, though, when it comes to that stuff. And me personally, I honestly think it, it a lot of it is has to do with, like, a generational thing. People who grow up differently and have a conscience in that way, they're, they're more prone to help people out that way, too. True. Like, when it comes to American Pickers, that's why I love watching them, because they do the same thing. Do you know what you have here? You know how much this is worth? And then, obviously, they have to make money. So right. they'll tell them how much it is worth. They'll tell them how much they're going to sell it in their shop and then they'll tell them how much they're willing to give them yeah and then once they break that kind of category down the the clientele that customer feels more comfortable with them being like well you weren't gonna screw me out because you could have just offered me five bucks for that sucker yeah you know what i mean but now that you're offering me 20 because it's worth 75 i'm gonna take it you know what i mean is it's the same thing when it comes to us like that yeah you know because i've done the same thing at the flea market i was going through a box of toys and I came across a sealed Ninja Turtles mini playset. You know, the one where the turtle shell opened up and they had the little mini turtles in it? Mm-hmm. Little baby ones? I came across it and the, I was like, well, how much is the box? And she goes, oh, I'm a dollar each for everything. And I was like, this is easily worth like 20 bucks. So I was just like, okay, you know, let me let me see what else I got. I, in good conscience like you, I ended up buying more stuff that right. I didn't need. Literally, I'm not even joking. I went and just threw the rest of it in the trash. Because I was just like, I don't need it. I just wanted the turtles, you yeah. know. But she didn't know what she had. Poor old lady, you know. Took it, you know, and I, I walked away. I still have it. I didn't sell it, Flo. I'm like, okay, don't give me that. You know, I still kept it because it's something I actually had when I was a kid. I yeah. had that actual figure. So getting rid of it, now when I find it sealed in a box, you know, the card back was a little messed up. But, hey, you know, for... A buck, well, actually, I paid 10 for everything, but it's like, hey, this is something I had as a kid, and now I have it again, you know? So it, it's nice to do that, you know? And it, it makes you walk away feeling a little bit better about yourself yeah. instead of trying to screw somebody. You know, like some of these flippers around here, especially with Funko. <laughs> I called some of them out on my Instagram today, man. Those fucking flippers. I, bro, I, I can't stand I'll, I'll be honest. I can't stand flippers that way. We've all done it, yes, you know, but I do it for the reasons of upping my collection in a different way. You're going after something. I'm bigger. going something better. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to flip it to make money. That's not my job. I know there's some. You're people not trying out to there. flip it to go buy more bulk Exa- and then flip that again. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it, don't get me wrong. I'm all up for everybody getting their money. You know what I mean? But with Each figures, cost. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But with people like us, we we're in collectors first. That's what it is. We're collectors first. So when it comes down to it, if I'm gonna flip something later. 
even if I've had it in my collection, it's for something better. Right. Like me, I'm trying to get rid of the majority of my pops now. I'm little by little going through them to get the grails that I want. Yes. You know, the most recent one was my Tony Montana from Scarface. You know, I sold a bunch of pops and I had the cash to get that on Macari. Right. You know, and now I have something that I've been wanting and there it is, you know. So when it comes to flipping or stuff like that. It's to up my collection to another level. Yeah. You know, but these guys who come around, like the black lights I've seen on Macari, the first thing you top in Funko Pop, all of them, the entire set for 130 bucks. Yeah. You know, you got some of them for 40. <laughs> you got the black light uh, backpacks for 100. You know, I'm like, bro, yeah. come on, yeah. dude. Pisses me off. Pisses and me what, off. <laughs> and, and for me, I just sat there and here's a little tip, guys. Target's going to restock those. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. gonna come. They're gonna show up on the shelves because everybody was going crazy for that Boba Fett, the Boba Fett ten inch fortieth anniversary. I let all the smoke clear. Hit up a Target. Talked with a staff member. Just let them know. I just happened to be looking on your guys' website. It says this is in stock. I browsed your whole store. I don't see it by any chances in the back. Right, let me go look. There Comes it is. back out with it. <laughs> Sal always says it the best. FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. With these groups. And things that we got going on, then we got social media, somebody puts it out there, and then right away it creates that itch, you know, you start looking it up, you start, you know, seeing where it's going, you start trying to hunt down that price that you're happy with, and it skyrockets for a while. You let it sit, you wait, the right one will come will come to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've learned, because I know there was a couple of times when I first started with collecting Funko, I was just dumping hundreds of dollars because i had to have it oh yeah and i missed out on it and now i'm at a point where me and flo were talking about it today and flo's like well are you gonna get that pegasus or whatever it was that that released today i was like no flo i'm completely checked out dude i'm after she-ra hulk hogan with the red bandana a couple of Cena's and CM Punk with the pink shorts and another Daniel Bryan that I still can't figure out to this day which one it is that I'm missing. Oh, and a Stone Cold. Those are my grills. Will I ever be able to complete them? Probably not because the prices on them are ridiculous right now. But I'm okay with that right now. Yeah. Ask me a couple of years ago, I would have been pulling my hair out trying to get them, trying to figure out where, how the fuck I'm going to score them. But now I'm just to a point where I'm like, if it comes, it comes. Was it you that I was talking to? And I showed somebody showed us a post, or I might have, or I might have shown it to you guys. Maybe I showed it to you, Flo. That guy that found the fucking Shira at Savers for two dollars. Yeah, that's like she was in a bag, bro, of other toys, and he took a picture, and you can see her right there, and then the the price tag two dollars. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding. That me. is some luck, dude. <laughs> I saw. That I was like, dude, we should have been there. I know, and bro, the worst kicker, I could walk to Savers from my job. <laughs> that was literally right there. That, talk about a kick in the nuts. I don't understand how not people have beat. exactly. I don't understand how people have that luck, bro. Right? I don't get it. Like, I I actually like to go to Savers and Goodwill and check out what they have because you never know what you'll find. Yeah, you never you know. You never know what you'll find there. But when I see people like that post stuff like that, oh, I found this at Savers for a buck. Man, screw you. Go home. Yeah. Go home. Get, out of Get out of here. I don't even want to talk to you. I wouldn't have been so nice about it. I'd be like, all right, all right, motherfucker. I'll see you. I'll see you. <laughs> yeah, by the time I get the car, I'll just yeah. be like, that eh, sucks. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Give him like three bucks. Like, no, we're even. I swear, man. It sucks when people do like that. But it's also cool when it happens to you, though. Yeah. Because there, there has been times where, you know, like that Ninja Turtles, you know, I walked to the flea market. I wasn't expecting to find a piece of my childhood, you know, yeah. especially sealed. 
for a buck, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's cool when it happens to you. Definitely. It's, it's cool when it happens. And on the seller side too, a lot of my pops, I do take face value for them. So, you know, I do do the PPG, the eBay, the eBay, end sales, you know, Macari, everything that's, that's being utilized right now. Now I don't get outrageous, but I know when I got value on something. Mm -hmm. If I got value on something, then I'm gonna go straight for PPG. Now, if it's something that just came out of the store, like these black light ones, I'm going to mark it up 10 bucks just for my gas and the headache of having to stand in line with all these other people that have no fucking common courtesy. And yes, I'm talking about you target collectors yep. that have no fucking common courtesy or line etiquette. Yep. And screw you workers too, because I know some of y'all be hiding that stuff in the back. Yeah. Oh, I didn't come in. Both. Yeah. yeah, bullshit. Check your ass. <laughs> Let's get these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> And Flo, you've been there with me. I mean, you know, we've seen people fight. We've seen uh, almost a husband and wife get ready for a divorce just because they couldn't get the damn Mandalorian. Stupid. All that for a bunch of damn toys. Yeah. They're falling apart. <laughs> if you can't get it, big deal. Just wait for it. Just wait for it. Yeah. It'll come to you. Mm-hmm. I'm in the same boat with you, bro. When I first started with this, I dropped cash on these things. Like, I, I, I told my girls one time when we were going through my storage, I'm like, why did I get this? Like, what's the significance of this yeah. pop? That I, it has nothing Why do to do. I have it? Why do I have this? You know, it, it's the same thing. I would just drop cash, bro. Boom, boom, boom. I need it. I have to have it. I have yeah. to have it. Every Funko shop drop, boom. I was on that sucker. Right. And then the Pegasus drops this morning, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. It's the same mold like the Hercules one. It's the same mold from, you know, the Valkyrie. They just had them laying down now. Yep. Like, uh, Funko's not being original anymore. They're well, not. They're, they're not. Well, I, mean, I, hate I like it. the Pegasus. Well, think, you love the myths, though. Yes. So you're looking at the line. Yeah. Yeah. I, there, there's people that I've seen online that they're they're collecting all of them, which is fine. Yeah. But for me, if something came out that I actually wanted, like that Kraken one, it, it actually looked pretty cool. It does look you really know, cool. It looks cool. And to be honest, I was like, I, I have somebody who wants it, and I actually probably use it for trade bait for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I that's why I actually got it. But when I had it in my hand... I was like, hmm, this actually looks pretty dope. You I know, might hold on to cool. it. I might hold on to it, you know? I've uh, been there before. I was there at your post. I was like, please sell it to me. You're going to keep it. I was like, fuck. <laughs> he, he told me, too. I, I, into it, I was too. like, bro, Flo is looking for one so I bad know. if you decide to get rid yeah. of it. Yeah, but luckily, I have a girlfriend that loves me and gave me one. So oh, he got was, it. Oh, was pretty he good. ended up getting it. <laughs> Shout out to Shorty Batman. Shorty X Batman. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Hey. <laughs> Back off there, man. <laughs> The thing that I like about that sometimes on the seller side is getting to hear that story. I know I've had a couple of people that come to me, like I know one of them at Lobo, and I think I told the story before, but the girl came up to me and she was just like, how much for the Smokey the Bear? And I told her, I was like, I think think I was asking like 25 for it at the time because it was a hot topic, flock, exclusive. Well, then she started talking to me and she was just like, oh, well, my mom works in the forest service. Right when she said that, I was already thinking, like, I'm going to drop the price. So just tell me your story. You're going to get it at the price you want it at. I'm, I'm already excited about the story because I know what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. I paid $14.50 for it at Hot Topic, you know, so I ended up letting it go for 20 mm-hmm. When I gave it to her, she took off to her mom right away, showed it to her mom. Her mom freaked out. They hugged, and I'm like, boom, that's... That's the moment right there. Yeah. That's 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 the fun part too of being a seller, working at these events, or you know, like you said, you even meet, you run into people. You know, if it wasn't for Funko, you and I probably would never met. Yep. You know, I I was telling Flo today. I go, 
Flo, don't don't think that I'm completely shitting on Funko. Yes, I'm upset with Funko for the fact. Oh, excuse me, for the fact that they're making the same molds. Like I've got a perfect example. I've got the Friday the Thirteenth Jason where he's wearing a blue jumpsuit. And then I've got the Halloween Michael Myers right next to him wearing the exact same jumpsuit, same body mold, just a different color. And that pisses me off. That, at first, because I was so fat, fascinated with Funko, I didn't really give a shit. But then when I started looking at it more, like now that you and Sal introduced me to NECA, Hot Toys, WWE Elites, all these bigger figurines and the details that come along with it i start paying attention to my funkos more and it leaves a bad taste in my mouth i'm like i dumped all this fucking money into it and all they did was change the fucking glasses on it or the headband or the trunks like or even just the paint or just the paint like the the black lights yeah it's the same mold just different paint different paint you can go to hobby lobby and buy that and just <laughs> as long as you have a steady hand here's the other kicker bro i think funko saw what some of these other artists were doing because oh, there's an artist on instagram i can't think of his name but he made pops that look like that remember i showed you those my hero academia ones mm -hmm. yep. that's kind of fucked up that oh, they yeah. that they did that now they should have given this artist some type of credit because this artist was already making those pops painting them that's his heart and soul into it and then they're going off and taking it and running with it and selling them like crazy bro the majority of their their designers i mean shoot i follow a couple of them they're on instagram you don't think that they see these things? All you got to do is do a hashtag custom Funko. Yeah. And all these things pop up, you know, and then all of a sudden you see Funko coming out. Like one of my associates it's at work. RJ Designs. I don't know if you've seen him on no, Instagram, but watch, no. I'll pull him up right now. Yeah. You know, one of my associates at work, he saw the um, the black lights come out and he sent me the, the link and he goes, bro, I thought these were custom. And I was like, I thought they were too. And he goes, no, they're they're coming to, to Target. And I was like, there, there's somebody out there that I've seen. It's probably the same dude that did those customs. And it's, it, it's guaranteed Funko has those people out there looking at these things. You know, it's not official, obviously. We're just Tell me BSing. there's not, there's not yeah, a similarity. See, look at that. Oh, yeah. And look at the detail on that. Oh, I like that. You can't tell me that they're not copying people. Right. You and I'll show, you the, I'll show you the kicker. Like, that one's just Come one of his really good ones. I'll bring up this other one. And you can't tell me that there's not a resemblance. Funko, all they did, and Alicia knows what this is called. I can't remember what it was. I need Alicia here to tell me what it is, but when I showed her, she's like, oh, absolutely, I can show you how to do those. Oh, shit. Oh, nice. Tell me those don't look that the way that those black light ones came out. It looks mm -hmm. pretty identical. Right? The mm -hmm. shadowing and everything on there. Yep. That is so sick. Bro. Yeah, they got the three colors, white, gray, black. Yep. That is kind of fucked up. See, and then this this is this is just as good as anything Funko would have put out, if not better. Mm -hmm. And it's just a paint repaint. Right. I, if that comes out now that we're talking about it in the next six months, bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm gonna be like you and just sell all my collection. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be like, you know what? And the reason, and watch, bro. And here it is. Now I know why. Now I know exactly why I thought of this dude. He did Thanos, and he did. Thor, remember I showed him to you? Mm -hmm. This is the kicker, bro. Watch, here it is. And I just, let me find him. It was one of the first designs that he came out with. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Just the way that the design was. And when I saw those black light ones, I was like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, God, this dude's been busy. He's doing a lot more. Oh, bro, he did a Wicked Joker one too that you got to see. Did he? But tell me. Oh, yeah. See, look at that. 
we need to put that one next to these black light designs. Oh, yeah. And they're almost identical. Yeah. Bro, we need to get that guy in here and talk to him about that. Right? See, because I'm pretty sure he feels the same way. I guarantee he no, feels but, the same but way. Like, hey, yo, we got your back, man. Oh, yeah. Look at that. There's a joke custom. They should have made that pop in the first place. Exactly. Even though I won an award, but I don't know where the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think people were, again, a whole other topic, but I, I think people were scared because of the, the way that the material of the Joker was. Yeah. You know, and then now we finally have uh, Blitzwave coming out with one. You know, in Prime One Studios with the the statue of the Joker, but look at that. Tell me that's oh, not the that. same that's black light right there. Oh. Tell me <laughs> that is RJ Designs. If you listen to us, bro, we're gonna get you on here, man. I'm surprised you haven't put a post of how pissed you are. So, for the listeners, I mean, it's a picture of like Batman. Uh, what what are, what twins are these? Dorbs. The, the Dorbs, and there's like seven of them lined up, and it literally looks like what we just got. At Target, the black lights painted almost identical, just in Dorb form. And this dude released those and right now. It way says before. November twenty third, two thousand eighteen. He posted this. There it is. And I guarantee you, somebody at Funko saw that and said, "Hey, I have an idea." Yep. Plagiarism. <laughs> Come and on. That's uh-huh. so like like how I was telling you, Flo. That's one of the main reasons, dude. Like why I've been getting away from the from the Funko from the Funko theme. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's. That's crazy. It's bad. Yeah. And that's what I was also saying too. Is like it's like if anything, give the student an opportunity. Say, hey, you know, we saw some mock-ups from RJ Designs on Instagram. We're gonna fund him with some new artwork, or we're gonna put him through school, or something. Mm-hmm. You know, something I'll to show a, a cash check transaction. Hey, yeah. It doesn't matter because when it comes to people who have that passion, depending on who he is, I mean, if he's a business guy or whatever, he's obviously going to negotiate. But if Funko came up to me and said, hey, we like your design. We want to actually make a pop of that. You know, how much would it cost for us to do that? You know what I mean? And for us, like for people who are true artists or collectors, it's not going to cost a lot. It's not going to be that big for us. You know, shoot, I would be like, no, give me some of your stock. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that design if you throw me like, you know, a thousand bucks of your stock or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, throw something in there. But throw me a grill. Come on now. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where if somebody's passionate about that, yeah, we're going to get some money out of it. But the fact that I know that my pop is out there and that's my design, that's worth all the while. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's actually like the Bat Boy. Remember they did that contest? Where they had people submit their designs, yes. and they ended up making Bat Boy. That's I bet you that dude flipped his lid. You yeah. know, now he has his own pot. You know, it's still available in the Funko Shop. wasn't right. sold out, but <laughs> you know, I actually like it. Still, he says like you can be one to say like that's my design. That's my pot. Yeah, I have something in history because Funko. Although you know we're pissed and kind of crapping on them right now we have the right to because i spend thousands of dollars on them oh yeah you know so but to say that you actually have your own pop or i was the one who designed that that's worth everything right there oh yeah you know definitely i mean i wouldn't be pissed if they made more walking dead pops wink (laughs) here we go again funko if you're listening and just like that walks right back in Sneaks his way into getting a Walking Dead wish. You don't understand, man. <laughs> the, the the real reason why I'm getting pissed with Funko is that they keep making the same freaking people, different design, or maybe like the same. Yeah, how uh, many Daryls did you count? It's like ten. Ten. Yeah. Ten yeah. Daryls. Nine. Really? Nine regular ones and one ten inch. Yeah. 
And then who were the other ones that were... How many Negans are there? Like four. And how many Michonnes? <laughs> four. <laughs> so. And like, and like, like four or five Ricks, three Carls, two Maggies, three Glens. Like, come on, we want some fucking new people. Get your head out of your ass. And step it up. <laughs> right? And then you've got badass pops like um, Funko Boss making Alpha. Something that we've been wanting to see, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, Beta. Yeah. Beta, not Alpha. We got three different Alphas now. Yeah, fuck Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> but then we've got, you know, the... Uh, we're still waiting for Beta. We don't know if he's ever going to come. I Hopefully want- he does, but... That's all I want. And you know, the, the people out there listening, I mean, obviously, this, these are our views. This is how we feel. I mean, we've been in this collecting game for a long time. Right. You know, so it's it, it's how we feel. If y'all have a different opinion, we'd actually love to hear it. You know, reach out to us. You know, comment on the on the page. Comment on the video that we post. We w- I would love to hear what people have to say about it. Right. Because if you absolutely love it, I would want to know why. You know, but if you hate it just as much as we do, maybe it's not even just because of the mold. Maybe it's something different. Yeah. You know, maybe you something have like that a, we haven't picked up on yet. Yeah, maybe it's it's the design of the boxes. Are they just too original? Are they just too plain? You know, what 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 do you like about it? You know, so I, I would actually love to hear from other people. So. Right. All right, guys. Well, a little bit off of that, I know we got a little sidetracked and we started going into a little bit of different things. And, you know, we covered uh, a lot on Funko and our distaste for them right now. <laughs> I know me, it's a very bitter, very bitter taste. Back to the Toy Hunter and a couple of things that I wanted to just get out there uh, as I go back to my notes here. What did you think about Jordan and his co-worker or volunteer whatever the dude was did you were you able to catch the cell for the for the kenners the I, I think it was like the the whole set did you see where they made the where they made the cell no i don't think i caught that I <laughs> so they literally so he doesn't get to sell them at the at the comic con but his buddy cuts the him off in the, the middle the yes the okay yes i did catch that i and did catch that I love that part where the dude, the, the, the buyer, tells him, Why? You're asking me to spend $25,000. I want to know why you have that price tag. Yep. And you're going to sit here and tell me <laughs> if you want to make this sell. You know what I mean? Because they add drama, obviously. You know, because that's part of the, you know, right at the end before they cut to commercial. And then you're sitting there like, oh, that's shit. The, that's the quote-unquote reality part of it. There you, you know? go. Yeah. But when he starts breaking it down and he tells them, he's like, these two right here are ten, like up to $10,000. Alone, yeah. Alone. And you've got 12 in here that are all super rare. You know, some, you know, we probably call them basics or commons. But, you know, you've got your super rare ones in there that kick up the value. So once he started breaking that down, then the dude was more like, okay, you got me. Mm-hmm. Let's pop this bottle of champagne call it a day, I've got my toys that I want. Those are the kind of things that, you know, I kind of enjoy about the show. One of the other ones is, is I love the mystery stories. You know, and I call it locker room talk because it's the one where we're at Lobo Comics and we start talking and it's like, oh yeah, I remember this toy and then I remember this toy. And then it's like, well, do you ever remember seeing this toy? And it's like, no, that's like a myth. Like I heard about it, but I've never seen one physically. 
in a lot of these episodes in these seasons, Jordan will break those ones down. One of my absolute favorite episodes, and I've watched it like 15 times, is the Wonder Bread He-Man. Oh, you were telling me they about that. They bring yeah. out the story on the Wonder Bread He-Man. <laughs> and that one was like such a huge myth. And it was, it goes back to those fun days when we were kids where we had to get that box or we were the ones that the moment that we bring that toy in... We automatically look at the back of it. We don't want to destroy it because we want to cut that coupon out. That coupon was going to go in the mail and give and come back <laughs> with something. Didn't know what the hell it was, but it was going to come back with something, you know? Yeah. And then they started doing like on the back of cereal boxes or fuck, which one was it where you would buy the toy and it has a point on there. And then when you get like if you would buy one like. A common was one point, and then, like, a, a rare one was, like, five points. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I the points accumulated. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was, but I remember I used to drive my mom insane. <laughs> like, I would literally have her flipping the toys back and forth, you know, looking to see which ones we could find because I had to get these points so that I could send it off. And, oh, man, just... Bro, kids, a good these, time. kids these days will never know. <laughs> never know. Never understand that, man. And that's why the Funkaholics are here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if you haven't opened a, a magazine from Scholastic or something like that in school, and it says, you know, sign this card, send it in, and you could win, you know. Like right. For me, it was actually, I remember I did this one. I think it was on BMX Plus magazine because I was into BMX when I was a kid. That's I mean, I still have my Harl Nyquist bike. Yeah. I have two of them, you know, still in my storage. I'll never get rid of those. <laughs> that was my life growing up. I was on BMX. Yeah. And I opened this, and there was a page there that said, Meet Dave Mira. Send this in. Tell us why you love BMX. I was there riding all night. <laughs> I, I got a couple of them just in case I messed up. Yeah. You know, I sent them in. You know, kids nowadays will never understand that. Oh, they They'll got it too easy. It. Yeah. Everything's on, you know tag us in the thing put in a comment tag five people and we'll do you know some random thing but everything's electronic mm -hmm. nobody knows what it's like to cut pieces and put things together and actually put a fucking stamp on an envelope and send it off and yep. then wait yeah wait <laughs> you know that's the <laughs> Yeah. Oh, dude, it's the tether life. That and either, awesome. you know, you got something back that was cool, or you got something and you're like, oh, man, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get sucked, you just move on right to the next contest. Exactly. Or, like, even in cereal boxes, some of them came with toys in there, oh, Cracker man. Jack boxes. I remember one time I got this little submarine. I can't remember what the... I think it might have been Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles, one of them. But it had a little submarine inside of it. And when you put baking soda in there, it was supposed to, like, go under. And then it was supposed to come oh, up nice. or something like that, right? I tried it. That sucker sunk. You know, so <laughs> never came back it up. never came back up. <laughs> but, you know, it was just awesome to get that as yeah. a kid. You know, like, oh, my God, I'm going to eat all the cereals so I can get my toy, you <laughs> right? know? They don't even come with anything now. Cracker Jack boxes come with a mini comic. Oh, I That's, know. like, not even as good as the bazooka ones. Cracker Jack boxes aren't even that great anymore. Nope. I mean, even. Cracker Jack boxes, we used to get tattoos. We yep. used to get stickers. Uh, there was all kinds of cool shit in there. Yeah. Now, nothing. Nothing. Nothing worth it. <laughs> you get something, you look at it, you're like, I don't even know what the hell this I is. Know, like, what the hell this I is. mean, you know, Bazooka Joe gum, we got blessed with a... You open it up, you get the gum that fucking turns into a rock after five minutes. But you got a comic to read while exactly. you're, you know, cracking your teeth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, even now, they're kind of bringing them back a little bit, even though the toys kind of suck still. 
But back in the day, they had the um, the mystery chocolate balls. Do you remember those? Yes. Yeah. So you crack open the chocolate ball, and there was an actual toy inside there. Yep. Now it's funny because like they have the chocolate, but when you break it open, it's actually an, an actual like plastic ball in there. Yeah. And then it has the toy. Growing up, nah, that sucker was in the chocolate. Yeah. So, so you would bite the chocolate and there was the toy. Right. You know, you didn't have to open another little ball to get it. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, who knows what they put in this stupid chocolate now. So right. that's probably why they have to do it for no lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back then, they didn't care. They were just yeah, like, here, like, put it in the chocolate. <laughs> it's funny because in, uh, it's funny you say that. So real quick, Jesus, when they introduced Mr. Al from the Tootsie Roll at Icon One, oh yeah, Jesus called it like he's like, dude, why the hell didn't they show the little Indian shooting the arrow at the star? Because every time you opened up that wrapper and you found it, you could go right back into the store and say, hey, I want my free lollipop, my free tootsie oh, pop. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's a episode where you were just saying, you know, where kids get injured or something like that. They didn't give a shit about it back then. Mm-mm. Jordan does an episode. Where a, a mysterious person calls into the store and tells them, I want all the toys that were banned. And, I saw that one, and yeah. Did you see that yeah, one? Where he finds that fucking boom thing the, and like it, the decibels are so loud, like kids were going like hard of hearing, so yeah. they, had to, they had to pull it off the mar- off the yeah. shelves right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's kind of going back to like what I said earlier, it's like having that one thing that's illegal. That yes. you're not supposed to have it, you know, and it just ups your level of interest, you know. You want it because of that fact. Like, yeah, shit, exactly. it's all mine. Yeah, it's mine, you know. I'm going to go kill my somebody gosh. with my phone <laughs> boom. <laughs> and that's like the one thing that you can have up on the wall. You're like, yep, that's it right there, exactly. man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like $5 a picture. <laughs> and then you got all the, you know, like all your friends be like, oh, dude, like you have no idea how many people I scared with that thing or, you know, like. We were kids, yeah. you know, we do stupid shit, and yeah. that was one of the things that helped us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, just like that, guys, we are all out of time. Aww. When you are having nothing but fun and talking about toys, the time gets away from you that fast. Yeah. So, guys, I'm going to say it again, and I say it at every end or every exit of the Funkaholics episodes. Please subscribe, download share tell everyone tell grandma tell grandpa i don't care who you share it with hit that five star rating even if you don't listen to the podcast i do not give a shit (laughs) just give us that five star rating you don't know how much you would be helping us out it does a lot for us guys my brother from another mother over here isaac how can we find you um up on instagram isaac Haramil. i do a lot on there don't get offended that's the number one thing I tell people. I have fun with my Instagram. I am not serious about it. So it's, again, Isaac Haramil. I do a lot of my Funko photography, toy photography. I just BS, man. So if you want to follow me, follow me. Let's have some fun. Guys, you know? he's hilarious. Give him a follow. And I'm still working on TikTok. <laughs> what? TikTok's got to you too? Oh, no. <laughs> Lost in the shadows. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram. If you're not, you can follow me. If you're not, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Glad to have you back, Flo. It's always good to be back. I'm going to leave you guys with this. I used to think collecting was bad for me. So I gave up thinking. Let that sink in. Ooh. Wait, what? <laughs> that just blew my mind, folks. Come on. Oh, shit. Everyone, have a great week. Best of luck during your toy hunts, and we will see you soon. Okay.